Life is about core memories, creating moments with your friends, with your kids that you guys will never forget. And we have one right in our backyard here, Atlanta United. I can't stress this enough to you guys. If you haven't gone, it is the most spectacular sports event in Atlanta. The crowd is wild. They never sit down. It is electric. It is an amazing event each and every week. And the games are right down the street. It is Atlanta. Go online. Get your tickets today. ATLUTD.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, if you want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, we got no ads on that thing. All you have to do is become a bonus BS subscriber. That's bonus Burt Show. Find out more at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Was it a gift from God or was it a trap from the devil, Rebecca? The Christian devil came down and said, <laughs> you will have this Chick-fil-A, Rebecca. <laughs> And I tried to say no, <laughs> but I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it's the devil. I don't know if it's God, but I really think it was a uh, big fast food came for me. Big fast food. Big, big fast, food. fast food. Yeah. Uh-huh. Big fast food. They all come together and they decided, <laughs> okay, how are we going to target Rebecca specifically? <laughs> because I have been on this uh, sort of lifestyle journey change, as you can guess, trying to lose weight. Yeah. We haven't really checked in with you on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I've so I've been working on it. I'm at this point I think I'm trying to really just implement slower changes into my diet and exercise and things like that. So they stick. Yes, exactly. So if you're a new virtual listener, Rebecca made the decision some months ago when she went to go see a doctor that wanted to put her on Ozempic and she said, you know what? I don't think that's for me. I'm gonna try some other uh ways of doing it. And she um is doing it without any kind of drugs whatsoever, which has mm-hmm. uh, clearly um, been a journey for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I sometimes I regret not taking the Ozempic because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my doctor wanted to give it to me. She really tried, um, but yeah, I, I just know that it's a mental game for me rather mm-hmm. than anything else. And so, I've actually been making some traction with like my like physical journey now. But what it really meant for me was that for this past Labor Day weekend, I was on a diet, which, um, do you know you eat at a lake with all your friends on Labor Day weekend when you're on a diet? Sure, a whole bunch of people brought like quinoa <laughs> and fruit to the barbecue. Oh, yeah, they were very considerate. <laughs> Yogurt. Yeah, no, I couldn't eat a single burger. I couldn't eat a single hot dog. I honestly think I ate like three times in a row grilled chicken in like a lettuce wrap with a little bit of mustard and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was actually so proud of myself as I was driving back from the trip because I had stayed very disciplined. I had felt good about what I ate. In previous years, I would have basically completely binged. And I was so happy that I was able to not do that. Good for you. So tell me why, (laughs) as I'm driving literally from this trip into my apartment, parking (laughs) at my parking spot, I watched with my own eyes a Uber driver with a huge bag of Chick-fil-A walk up to my door and put it down (laughs) and walk back to their car. And drive away. No. <laughs> wow. Somebody ordered it for you? I was shook. Uh, hindsight, <laughs> I guess it's 2020. I could have gotten out of the car and been like, hey, I didn't like order Chick-fil-A. I think you're at the wrong door. And they were. I went up and I looked at the bag and it was really interesting because like, say my apartment number is like 1540. The number on the tag was like 1892. Like, it didn't make any sense. It was for someone named Carlos, and it was a huge, huge bag of Chick-fil-A. And I decided to be a hero, and I grabbed the bag, and I got in my car, 
And I drove around trying to find the apartment complex. Look at you. For a very generous three and a half minutes. Just hot boxing. Oh, hot boxing herself with the smells of uh-huh. Chick-fil-A, man. <laughs> As it wafts through the car, keeping all the windows rolled yes. up tight. You're sauteing oh in Chick-fil-A smells. Is that how you were holding the bag, the way you're clutching yourself? <laughs> Honestly, kind of, yeah. The warmth of the, of the chicken coming through the bag. Yes. Onto your soul. I, I, I swear, I called a friend for support. I was really trying to find this place. And I swear this apartment does not exist in my complex. So I kind of broke down just, okay, I, I, I broke down. I, I, I stopped in a random spot and I was like, let me just see what they got. Because I'm curious. I'm not going to eat it, but I can see what they got. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to go to the shelter today and just look at puppies. (laughs) We're not going to actually bring one home. We're just going to look. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing, right? You guys, they got... The new honey pimento chicken oh. sandwich. Oh, damn now. Oh. Damn, damn you, Carlos. <laughs> damn you. It's not Carlos's fault. It's the devil's fault. <laughs> and a brownie. Um, and I ate it. You uh, did? Yeah. That yeah, was I, too much. Uh, once I saw that, I was like, this is... I, this I is, did not yeah, think this was going to end that way. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't. I can't you do it. It's going to be some Hallmark ending? Yes. Nah, this is reality. Yeah, Carlos would walk out of from the distance. Yeah. Yes. Give you a tip. Yelling for his Chick-fil-A bag. Uh-huh. Well, you're not far off because karma came for me very swiftly. Yeah. I ate the Chick-fil-A in this random spot and I pulled up just feeling full of regret and chicken <laughs> into my parking spot. And there's a man standing at my door. No. Are you serious? Hey, I'm, Los. I'm serious. My man Los. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I could not believe this was actually happening. And I looked at him and I knew, I knew it was him. So I got out of the car and I walked up and I kind of just looked at him like, can I help you? Because you're at my door. And he was just like, oh, sorry. Um, I've got like an Uber Eats delivery. Hmm. And, you know, they take a picture of your door. <laughs> and he was like, I think they gave it to the wrong place. I thought I saw your number. Like, did you see anything? And y'all, I had like honey pimento like still <laughs> on my lips. <laughs> and I said, no. Lied right to Los's face. Oh, man. Deserved it. How are you living with yourself? I'm so sorry, Carlos. It was delicious. Great choice. <laughs> <laughs> How is the uh, lifestyle change going? Like, um, I mean, a couple of months ago, you were really, really kind of bummed about this journey that you're about. <laughs> to go on, but are you seeing progress? Are you feeling healthy? Are you getting out of it what you want? I feel like I am and I actually, I haven't weighed myself in like a a long time because I'm trying to focus more on like how I feel and like what, like I feel like in my skin and my clothes and I do, I can tell a difference that my my clothes are feeling a little better, like when I'm doing exercises now it's not as difficult to like walk in the sun and things like that. I still look at myself in pictures and stuff and I'm like, great, whatever, you know when I'm in la- at Labor Day weekend and at the lake, I'm like not super comfortable in my bathing suit, but I'm just trying to get through that mental block because mm-hmm. it's really for my health. That's what I want. You got to give yourself I'm thinking like those little wins there though, like don't pass over them. It sounds yeah. to me like you're yeah. passing <laughs> over them so quickly and then you're defaulting back to like the not being at the exact perfect place that you thought you would be. And I, I, I haven't really struggled with these kind of problems, but it feels to me like that would be like the kiss of death right there. Yeah, it's it's just such a head game more than it even. It's not even like mm-hmm. a body game, and that's the most difficult part. I'll call my doctor, Natalie. It's fine. We'll talk about it in therapy. <laughs> Go call Carlos. Don't call your therapist. Okay, that's who you really need to cleanse with right now. The Birch Show. All right, so she is liking this guy. Moving on now. She likes this guy, and she doesn't think that she can continue dating him because strictly for one reason. His name. That's it. His name. You got something going on in your life, superficial or not, go ahead, hit us up at thebirdshow.com. We can try to get you some help. Mo's got the email. I really hope I'm not the only person with this quirk. I'm a longtime listener and remember you doing something called Am I Normal? I think this might be that plus a side of Am I the A-hole. While I was in middle school, my friends came up with a list of names we would never date. They are our ick names. (laughs) My list consists of the following names. I need to preemptively apologize to Bert. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Chuck, 
Stanley, Ernest, Phil, Bert. Present. <laughs> Gordon, Hank, Ned, Thad, and Willie. It's kind of a short list. You think so? Yours would be longer? Mine is longer. <laughs> what names are ick for you? Uh, those plus probably like, um, I don't know, anything that sounds like it's from like the 1800s or anything. That, or if it's a name that's in my family, like if it's my brother's name or my dad's mm-hmm. name, ick. Immediate, immediate no. Yeah, it wasn't weird at all um, at my brother's wedding when they, he was like, do you, Morgan, take Kristen to be your lawful... Yeah, my sister-in-law's name is Kristen. Spells I could it, never. S- spells it different, but yeah, her name is Kristen. No, I would have to change it or go by the middle name. <laughs> we'll be at family functions together and somebody be like, Kristen, and we're both like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was years ago, but these names still have the ick factor for me. Well, my dating life has been pretty bland these days. By bland, I mean non-existent. But I have the opportunity to go out with a guy. There's just one problem. His name is Gordon. Oh, good old Gordy. <laughs> just got Gordy, worse. Gordy does sound different than Gordon it, to it me. It got worse. <laughs> Gordy is worse for Gordy. Add, add, is add worse. Gordy to the list. No! <laughs> What's wrong with Gordy? Gordy. Also, Patrick. That's the name on my list. Really? Patrick. Patrick. Oh. But the problem is, Patrick's are always hot. Yeah. Okay, continue. Y'all want to think about it? Okay. (laughs) I seriously don't know if I can bring myself to do it. Is this normal? Am I an a-hole? On paper, he's a great guy. Except for his name. Writing this out, I know this seems so trivial. But it's not trivial to me. I simply can't imagine my future husband with the name Gordon. Do I, Megan, take you, Gordon? Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Not going to happen. My main question for you is should I honor my quirk or give this guy a chance Please try not to judge me too hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm judging you hard. Um, okay, so... because yeah, your name's on the list. Th- you have every right to judge. That I actually understand. I, that's a, the unsexiest name I've ever heard of is Bert. I mean, that's an accountant or somebody that's worked on your car. He's got grease under his nails. Bert. That's who Bert is. So I'm not offended by that. But here's the deal. It doesn't sound to me like you got a whole bunch of dudes that are falling all over themselves to get to you. So, <laughs> so if you are limiting yourself based on names that you made up years and years and years ago, then do not bitch when you can't get a date. Uh, yeah, I I think Gordon objectively, out of all the names on this list, <laughs> is the best out of all of them. So honestly, I think you should suck it up and go out with old Gordy. <laughs> I, yes, I think when you listen to the dating woes of a lot of the people out here, <laughs> right? You, you've already answered this for yourself because the only two things worse than Gordon are bland and lonely. So <laughs> before you end up with them, go with Gordon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you said it yourself. Like, when you wrote this out and you sent this email, yes, it, it's, it, it doesn't sound trivial. It, it is trivial. <laughs> like, there's something, I don't know what your holdup is or why you're hanging on to these names, but you, you got to get over that hurdle. And yes, 100%. Yes, Give Gordon a chance. I don't know if Gordon even wants you to give him a chance after reading this, but I, I, you might be pleasantly surprised. Like, I never saw myself with a Bart. Right. But here I am. Not one of the sexiest names, probably. But that's why I call him Barton. Oh, that makes that, it very regal. Ooh, Barton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's actually, that's how he's in my phone. <laughs> Is it really? Barton. Okay. Yes. Here, here's the thing. She didn't sign her name. So my question is, how bad is yours? Gertrude. Ger- yeah, what if her name is like Gertie or something? <laughs> Gertie. Her name is Megan. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty, oh, yeah, that's that's right. pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> this just really seems silly. I mean, based on the stories that Abby comes in with just about every day, yeah. just saying how, like, the talent pool for dating is just so shallow. If you are eliminating, what, 13 guys here or whatever it is, just based on names, thinking that these guys aren't going to be quality guys just because... Because you can't see yourself in your vows saying these names. That's really <laughs> super silly. I feel like we should, like, even the playing field and Mo and Bert, you should come up with names of women you wouldn't date. We'll start with Gertrude. <laughs> okay. I was so desperate when I was single, there was not one name that would have turned me <laughs> on. It could have been my own name. Kunagunda. <laughs> <laughs> Is she hot? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was supposed to be Kristen's name. I I remember. Aunt Cooney. That's right. The Burt Show.
Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Country singer Zach Bryan is apologizing to his fans after getting arrested last week. So if you haven't heard of Zach Bryan, he is all the rage right now. If you get on TikTok, you'll hear his song. I remember everything with Casey Musgraves over and over again. He's going to be huge. So he just had this major song come out. And then literally like a couple days later, there was a headline about him interfering, interfering with a police investigation and getting arrested. And there was like this mugshot going around. So I clicked on it. And I was like, well, well what happened here? Like what, what, if interfering with a police investigation. Like is he under investigation? Was one of his friends? And so what happened was, is he was performing in Oklahoma and actually got pulled over twice, two separate times. The first time he got pulled over for going over the speed limit. He refused to give his home address and he got briefly handcuffed and got released with a warning. You think that'd be enough for him to be like, hey, maybe I should sit down and not really mess with with the police. So then on that Thursday, him and his security guard were driving around and his security guard got pulled over. So, of course, Zach pulls behind the cop car and the security guard that had gotten pulled over. So he was following him. He was following them, you know, trying to be a good good friend, good artist, making sure he's sticking with his security guard. And I guess it took a little bit longer than Zach wanted because he ends up getting out of the car. Oh, that's not good. And going up to the police officer. This is caught on camera. Well, it's not even what? good, I don't think, to, like, pull up behind what's going on either. Would that happen to us on our way to the beach? Because Katie, our assistant producer, was following us because she stayed with us for a few days um, to hang and help with Jimmy. Mm -hmm. And Bart got pulled over on the way to Florida, and she pulled him in behind the cop. As I'm running through your scenario, I'll be honest with you, if Bart gets pulled over, I'm probably meeting him down the road in a mile. (laughs) But if Katie gets pulled over, I probably am uh, pulling over behind. Just to say, that's my friend. Yeah, no, I mean, and w- that's what we would have done, but Bart happened to be the one that got pulled over and she pulled in behind. Yeah, uh, I, th- I, I, you know, <clears throat> I think when you take a look at this from the police officer standpoint, like, they don't know what's going on. Yes. And now you got another car behind them. They have no idea what's about to happen, uh, right? I get that. And, and he, he came to the car and, you know, he... Um, and Bart is like a completely different person when a cop pulls this over. And I'm like, wow, you're really nice. Can't you be like that all the time? <laughs> um, he turns into Barton when he gets yes, pulled over. Yeah, he's very proper, very kind, very soft-spoken. Um, <laughs> There's a lot on the line at this point. Yeah, I'm going to be real nice also. And the cop was, um, so uh, is, that, is that other person traveling with you? And we we're like, yes, she is. <laughs> I, I just wanted to wreck the show. If I was Katie, I would have kept going as if I didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody would have blamed her. I've never seen uh-huh. them in my life. And that's perfectly quick. And then the... The weird thing is later on in the trip, one of our friends that was staying with us, they got pulled over and we drove past. Her. <laughs> like, so I don't, it, well, it was dark and I was like, and it, I was like, I don't think this is going to go well if we pull behind you guys. And so they actually gave us the go ahead. They were like, hey, we just got pulled over. Just pass us and we'll meet you at the house. But in this case, security gets pulled over. And by the way, this is his home state of Oklahoma. So I'm wondering if he's thinking that if I get pulled over, they're going to know who I am. I'm from Oklahoma. They'll give us a break. Yeah, even at one point, he was like, I'm Zach Bryan. I just performed down the street, blah, 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 blah. So his security guard gets pulled over. Cop pulls him over. He gets behind the security guard. Takes a little bit too long for Zachy. So he gets out of the car <laughs> and on camera, he literally, it's on the record. He says, I'm wondering why it's taking so long. <laughs> and the officer says, You're interfering with an officer's discharge of duties right now. You need to get back in your truck or go to jail. Out of all the stories we've ever told on the virtual show, is this the one you can't attach to more than anything else? I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done all the opposite things. You just get out of your car for a friend and go, hey, cop, what's taking so long? So, Figure it out, buddy. I got things to do. This is unbelievable. So what do you think Zach Bryan said to this man? I'll get in the car. No. I'll be in the car. That's what he should have said. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be the smart thing to say? No. Zach Bryan said, I'll go to jail. Let's do it. 
So that's exactly what uh, happened to country singer Zach wow. Bryan. They sent his ass to jail. He has a mugshot floating around the internet. He has now since released a video statement that called himself an idiot, yeah. calling him his behavior childish and saying it won't happen again. Yeah, I watched the apology and it seemed very authentic. He's just like, you know what? I was being a big old jerk and I was set off a couple of days before because I got pulled over for like going five miles over the speed limit. And then this happened and he, he literally said I was just a big old jerk. This is all on me. And I think the police department accepted the apology as well and thanked him for doing that because I can see like, you know, like that outlaw country, like they can see that mugshot and him being like, you know, going up against the police and some people can see that as like a hoorah moment, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> Wouldn't be you. No. As a bit, you don't want to reenact this moment sometime today and video it? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> She's a grown woman and openly admitted to being attracted to high schoolers. Yuck. I'll fill you in on your next e-buzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. This one was personal and it hurt yesterday when Lexington, Kentucky... Pulled the plug on the Burt Show. <laughs> Flatlined in Lexington. <laughs> and it's personal because that's Kristen's hometown. So we knew when we got Lexington, we were all excited for Kristen. And we knew, hey, this this is a natural fit. This is our hometown. Mm-hmm. About a year or so later. No, we started January of 2019. 2019. Okay. So we hung on pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we ever really truly took off. And I, we don't really talk about our syndication very much with you guys. It's part of our business. But this one hurts because it's our hometown. And syndication mm. is complicated. You know, they put you on, on in some cases, um, smaller cities. And it might not be a good demographic fit or whatever. But... We're all they got. So, <laughs> so they put us on in these cities, and sometimes it works. Sometimes the stations know how to execute it really well, like our family in Charleston and in Fort Wayne, and we do really well in places like that. And others, they're not really sure what to do with it. So I don't even take it personally, except this one. When it's one of our hometowns, yeah. that hurts. I, yeah, and it's it's fine if they didn't like you guys. <laughs> But they didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their hatred for all of us. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Outweighed their love for you, and that's why we didn't do it. No, well. my, their love for me should have saved us, <laughs> but it didn't. And it's funny when you play the flat line, because when I was writing my eulogy to Lexington, Kentucky, and Hot 102.5, I was going, I went down this wormhole on YouTube. of mm-hmm. I wanted to find a doctor calling it, like, time of death. <laughs> And I, I, I just came across some really sad Grey's Anatomy oh. scenes. Oh. <laughs> and I was really depressed when I went to bed last night. <laughs> and then I also, you know, wanted to make sure I did this right. So I was like Googling proper eulogy format. And apparently you set the tone by beginning with a poem or quote or scripture that was meaningful to the person. Um, names they were known by, nicknames, etc., cause of death, which is an optional detail, and then a brief insight into your relationship. So that is the format I have chosen I have chosen to follow today for our first show eulogy of Lexington, Kentucky. You did the research as though you are you are uh, uh, trying to get a Pulitzer. I, I just wanted to be, if, if we're only going to do one thing right for Lexington, I wanted it to be this. Well, that's too late. <laughs> no, go ahead. All right, so, um, yeah. This and they can is, still listen online. We yes, got that going for us. Yeah. As far as the radio goes, we're a no-go. No, it is. <laughs> Hot 102.5 is no more for the Burt Show. Damn. So, here we go. Our eulogy. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gone and proved untrue. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue. (laughs) Written by Bill Monroe. We are gathered here today to bid farewell to Hot 102.5, Lexington's hottest music. 
The Burt Show wasn't quite hot enough to cut it in the bluegrass. <laughs> While we may not have had exceptional ratings, we did have several complaints, and those we will treasure forever. <laughs> there will be no more Burt Show as you cruise around New Circle, down Harrodsburg Road, or along Nicholasville Road. Watch your speed on Reynolds Road. That's where I got my first speeding ticket. Please be sure to tell everyone at Hamburg and Fayette Mall we wish them well. Not Turfland Mall, though. No. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that goes. Or to the bird show in what mall? Turfland Mall. Turfland Mall, I haven't gone. Neither one are in Kentucky. It's a health, <laughs> it's a health clinic now. <laughs> when you head to Keeneland next month, please place a number two bed on the number four horse across the board. God, we had a great time there. My condolences to Lansdowne Elementary. Southern Middle, Lafayette High School, and the University of Kentucky for being such a tremendous disappointment. I remember when we asked Les Lexington what they wanted. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? Spoiler, not us. <laughs> <laughs> so long, Lexington, Kentucky, horse capital of the world, my beloved hometown, where I was born and raised and spent a quarter century of my life. You might despise us, but we, I mean I, still love you. The Burt Show on Hot 102.5, January of 2019 to September of 2023. <laughs> we officially say goodbye. We yeah. have. <laughs> and now we go into morning. All right, I'm good. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Easy enough. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy, and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Hey, y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a one-of-a-kind pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride Towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. 
I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. The Bird Show. All right, so what are you guys having going on in your life you want to share with The Bird Show? We throw it out to our family everywhere except Lexington where we're not anymore <laughs> and try to get you guys some advice and this will be part two here because going into the weekend i don't know if this has ever happened to you guys where you set a friend up with somebody else and then you realize like damn why did i just do that i should have set him up with me you should have set him up for me and that's exactly what she's been going through here mo's got the recap yeah she said she's uh feeling like a crappy friend because she doesn't want to mess it up with her other friend however the problem is she has a guy friend who she's been friends with with you they worked together to a couple months ago and he's always been someone to give her advice and hang out with her but it was never anything more than that and then she thought one day well i have a friend that may be good for him and so she set the both of them up and i think they actually hit it off a little better than she anticipated and so now they're hanging out without her and they seem to really have something special going and all of a sudden <laughs> out of nowhere she now has this jealousy and she doesn't know if it's for the guy if it's for their situation but seemingly it's come from out of nowhere and she doesn't know if she's a sabotage and if she should even bring it up what should she do in a case like this, even before we get into the email update, um, can you see like how much fun they're having and be jealous by that situation mm. and not necessarily mm. the guy and not even know the difference? Yeah, you don't yeah. want him, but you want that. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's what's happening. Hey, Bert Show. Yes, I heard the advice. I got to tell you, I'm not quite seeing things the same way. It all feels like something way more real than just jealousy. I know some of you thought that I was just gonna lose interest if they break it off, but the more I think about them together, the more I'm convinced this isn't just a phase. It's like my eyes have been blasted wide open and I can't unsee what's been right in front of me for like forever. I haven't said anything to either of them yet. I'm just trying to figure out how not to make this a total disaster, you know? Mm. Part of me thinks I should just confess my feelings to him and see what happens. Or maybe I tell her as a friend and she'll back off before things get serious. The only other option I can come up with is trying to divert her attention to someone else. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Let's make the mess messier. Slight of hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look over here. Here I am over here. I have a few guys in mind. Maybe that's the best option. Honestly, this whole thing is a mess, but I guess life and relationships always are. No. Wish me luck. <laughs> it's not life, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, statistically, who knows if these two are going to be together very long so she can hold out and hope for the demise of their relationship. Or in a case like this, would you even be open to your friend coming to you and going, I think I made a big old mistake. Mm. I'm trying to put myself mm. in that position of the girl who's dating the guy that your friend set you up with, and then she comes out of the blue like, oh, never mind, I like him instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would awkward convo. I would feel some type of way about it if one of my friends did that to me because it would feel more like jealousy than anything. Yeah. Because you went out on a limb and you set us up. And so if you really had feelings for this person, in my mind, you would have said something before it all. So if it takes me getting a relationship with him for you to want him, I'd be like, uh-uh, not uh-uh, girl. So I think statistically, if you're going to try and set her up with somebody else, if we're going to follow the pattern here, you're probably going to fall for, for for whoever you set her up with next. Mm. Would that make you double down and date him harder? Yeah, I'd marry that fool. <laughs> <laughs> just, out of, just out of spite. I'd put a ring on it. We're going to Vegas today. <laughs> Would you be cool with that? No, I think I think in either situation it would frustrate me. If I were the friend and I really liked her and then now you come and try to take it back, I would be frustrated. And if I was the guy and you set me up and then all of a sudden you tried to take it back because I would feel like what Abby said, well, where was all this energy before then? So I think either way it would frustrate me. And her best play is to just let it play out because if you do get in the middle of it, you could end up losing not only both of them mm-hmm. as, as friends. So I think you got to let it play out. Yeah, if, and I, I think it's some soul searching here. Like I really think you got to ask yourself, is it the dude? Or is it just the happiness that you're seeing that they're having right now that you want for yourself? And I think you're probably going to realize, like, it's probably not the dude. 
Yeah, I don't get the sense that it is the dude. But here's the thing. Like you said, statistically, they're probably going to break up at some point. Or if they don't, then they were meant to be. And then you can rest easy at night that even though you feel a little bit jealous and you feel some type of way about their relationship, I still think if they end up together, you did the right thing and you, you put two soulmates together. She's she going to be mad at that wedding, though. Oh. <laughs> going to be upset. She does not need to be making a speech. <laughs> not at all. No drinking at that wedding for her, because that's when it all comes out. I think you just got to ch- chalk this one up as an L right here. Yeah, yeah. take the L, girl. Yeah, take the, take the L, girl. It's a loss for you. It's a win for your friend. It's a big-time win. The Bird Show. I think Apple is supposed to announce the new iPhone today, iPhone 15. Mm-hmm. Do we know anything about it? Any rumors or anything? How it's going to be upgraded? They they all feel the same. (laughs) They all feel the same at this point. Like I feel like the last fifteen iPhones have just been like a slightly better camera Mm -hmm. and a prettier color. You can now get it in purple (laughs) (laughs) for another four or five hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it. No, one thing I saw on um, I saw a meme. And apparently it, it weighs one gram less than the previous phone. And somebody's like, great, so we're paying more for less phone. <laughs> right. As okay. a joke. You guys aren't one of the, the, the people that have to have gadgets first, though. No. no. Yeah, me neither. All right, so her boss is making her life totally miserable. Um, and she also knows that the boss is having sort of a relationship with a coworker, which is a no-no. And she wants our help to get leverage in this relationship with her boss if we can expose this inappropriate relationship. She wants to be a knock? She wants to be the knock. Here's the email. If you got something going on in your life, hit us up at thebirdshow.com. Birdshow, desperately need your help. My relationship with my boss hasn't always been the best. That is a very mild way of describing it. It's basically been two years of constant criticisms that seem to have no end. He also has no problem making threats as if I should feel lucky to have the job. The worst is that someone or somehow every single extra project or task gets thrown on me. It doesn't matter if I've already worked well over 40 hours for the week. I really need this job, but my sanity cannot take this anymore. So I need your help. It seems that there might be um, it seems that there might be more going on behind the scenes at the office than I was aware of until about a month ago. From what I've gathered, it appears that my boss is involved in a relationship with one of my coworkers, and both of them are currently married to other people. Ya busted. Uh, I see their spouses regularly, so I know that they aren't separated. So I need to find out some proof to confirm this relationship is happening. I need him to know that I know. I also need him to know that I am friends with his wife on Facebook. Maybe if he realizes the undeniable information that I would be holding on to, may treat me a little bit better. <laughs> Will you help? From Lori. When has blackmail ever worked to somebody's advantage? Yeah, this is going to get you fired. Don't you Back. see it in movies all the time? Yeah, in movies. Yeah. And I think we've asked, and it, we've asked our Burt Show fam about blackmail before, and the story's never ended well. Let's see if we can do this again. Um, does this happen in real life, blackmail, you guys? one 855 because it always feels to me like this happens in movies and TV shows, but is blackmail a real thing? And if you want to go on The Voice Disguiser to tell us what they were blackmailing you for and how much and how it all ended up, one eight five five Virtue. And I mean, I, I know your boss, you feel treated unfairly, you don't like your boss, you think they are unfair. That That's one thing to be meddling in not one but two people's marriages and then holding that over somebody, it seems like an imbalance here. The two don't, I, 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 I feel like what you're doing is far worse than what your boss is doing to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does make sense. I feel if you snitch or meddle or do anything to get involved in it, I think it will genuinely end up being worse for you in the end. However, I'm not fully mad at somehow where it seems like she's trying to say she just wants him to know that she knows and then not necessarily do anything with it. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But just have the situation like just maybe he would fall back just a little bit if he knows that she does have this information. I just don't know how you go about 
showing him that you have it without it becoming a thing. Didn't we say this a couple of weeks ago, same situation? She just wanted the info, but she wasn't going to use it. Yeah. And then she got the info and she used it. Yeah, right? no. So here's the thing. If she wants him to know, it's only for your own pride. And it's not going to end well for you because he knows who you are and he has authority <laughs> over you. And you're a very easy fix. If you know this information, boom, you're fired. You're gone. And if you come out with any details and you spill to one of their spouses, you are just going to look like a bitter and resentful ex-employee. So I think if you genuinely care about this job and that's what your end game is here, then you got to keep this information to yourself and just sit on the pride of being a good person, of knowing that you have information that you could do something with, but you are making the better choice not to. Now that said... You're a grown-ass woman. If that's what you want us to do, then we will go ahead and do it. We're doing it with warning. And there is a second option here, though, guys. She could get another job. Uh, that's my oh. question. If you, are, if you are genuinely miserable in this job, <laughs> yes. there's a lot of jobs out there. Just quit. Right. Find another miserable <laughs> job. Right. <laughs> All right. So we can test this guy tonight. We'll hit her up tomorrow, find out, uh, and see if she's really going to keep this info to herself and see what we can find tonight with To Catch a Cheater, War of the Roses. The Burt Show. Abby, your mom is trying real hard for you. Real hard for you when it comes to dating. Oh, yeah. Do you have one of those friends, or maybe it's a family member, where they have, like, one millimeter of white wine, and they turn into a different person? That's my mom. If you met my mom on any kind of daily, just general, like, sober, out-and-about moment, you'd be like, this sweet old lady. She's so nice. She she runs marathons. She does charity work. She's so great. But then when I get her out-and-about in a bar setting, she turns into like a real housewife and her new flirting technique I shouldn't call it new because she's always been this way and mom I know you're listening so this isn't like a vindictive thing at all but she does need to calm down a little bit so we were at a bar this weekend the Florida Gators were playing my mom's huge into Florida football she's like Abby we need to find out where all the UF grads go and watch the Florida game so we end up getting some details about this bar where apparently all the Florida grads go so we go there and we're hanging out and my mom gets us a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. And I know where this is about to go. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting there sharing a glass of wine. And she looks around and she goes, you know, Abby, there's a lot of eligible gentlemen in here. You know, it'd be real funny. It'd be real funny if I just went up to all of them and put them all in a group chat for you. <laughs> Wow. In so, that world, does that make sense? Mom. Mom. In, in, so, in Sauvignon Blanc land, it makes a lot of sense, Kristen. <laughs> gotcha. So my, I'm sitting there, like, enjoying my pear and blue cheese salad like a normal person watching a game at a bar. <laughs> and she ends up going up to all these different guy groups and mingling with them. She starts making friends with them, which would be fine if, you know, she's just kind of going and minding her own business. But then it gets to the point where she's, like, calling me from across the bar. She's like, Abby, come I meet my new friends. Now, is she annoying these guys or is this endearing for these guys? No, no it's very endearing for it them. Is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, especially on, on a night out, I always appreciate when new characters get introduced yes. to the mix. It kind of, it, it's nice to meet new people. It kind of shakes up the night. Like, I love going out with my friends and hanging out with them, but when someone kind of comes <laughs> in and shakes things up, yeah. it's a little fun. So I get where she's coming from. Right? It gives you memories, right? It gives you memories. Uh -huh. So these me guys are going to have a great memory of this 55-year-old woman approaching them. <laughs> and I come over and I'm I'm a little bit more introverted. I'm like, hey, guys, is my mom bothering you? And they're like, no, no, we love your mom. What and a great icebreaker, though. That is It fire. really is a good plan. Carrie, what a scam. Carrie does know what she's, <laughs> what she's doing. But, it is. but you're in on the scam, too. Hey, is my mom bothering you guys? I can always, like, bring her back over. Which introduces you to the guy. It's great. Mm -hmm. What's a ruse? It is. But I feel kind of awkward because I don't, because if they don't want the attention from this random woman, I don't want to be, then it makes me look desperate. Like, is my mom's introducing, are, you want to be my right. friend? Um, so I feel some type of way about it too. But then it gets to the point where she's legitimately putting them all in an iMessage group chat. Like I have 15 guys in, a, in my phone right now and they have <laughs> renamed the group chat to Carrie's Kings. So <laughs> what, that is impressive. What ended up happening through I mean how we, many people are in this group chat? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So we're we're all hanging out and we became friends. We actually ended up bar it actually really was a great night. I give my mom a hard time for being a little extra because it's a little embarrassing. Like I'm twenty six years old and here you are going up to these random men at bars and kind of forcing us into your group. Like it's 
it's a little weird, but it, sometimes it works out, yeah. like on this night. And we ended up bar hopping, and what ended up happening is none of these guys ended up wanting me. They all just became bros with each other. <laughs> they started sending us photos in the group chat from the other bars that they spawned off to, and they're taking group pics. They're like, we're Carrie's kings. <laughs> and they're talking to each other in the group message, and I'm just sitting here like, hey, remember me? <laughs> but at the very least, now I have some people to watch the Florida game with from now on because Carrie's done a good job at introducing me to these So guys. these oh God, are 15 hilarious. guys that didn't necessarily know each other. They were just all there watching the game together and now they are all bonded by their bond- mom. They're all like in this weird fraternity of guys that got <laughs> intruded on by my mom at the Florida game this weekend. Wow. They were they were separate guy groups. Like They were groups of like two and three and then they all came together to bond over my mother. If they show up at the ball with t-shirts on next week, your mom is the goat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your mom needs merch. You yes. need to make that into a logo and just send it to them t-shirts because how funny would it be to be walking around town or wherever in the world and just see a Carrie's Kings t-shirt walking around? You have to do this. She was thinking about how she could capitalize on this because then she started trying to set up the other guys with other girls in the bar, like if they were younger than me or just not cute. She was like, oh, we, I should set you up with this girl. So she's like, should I start a matchmaking business in, it, in yes. our city? You can call it Carrie's Court. It is Carrie Carrie's queens and Carrie's kings. <laughs> and I'm just the court jester here for the entertainment. The Burt Show. She just feels in her gut that her son-in-law is shady. She wants our help to hire a private investigator, which we have offered to you guys before. If you have something going on in your life and um, you want a private investigator, we'll have one. You and a background we, check? Yep. We will pay uh, for that private investigator. The only thing we ask in return is that we give you the results on the show. You find them out for the first time on the show. So she wants us to find out if her son-in-law is as shady as her gut is telling her. Hey, Bert Show, get Kristen's audio clip ready because I think my son-in-law and his mother are shady. (laughs) Her husband, Sam, and his mother, Connie, have a business that we think is a scam. He's a very charismatic person and acts like a loving family man to keep an, to keep up appearances. But behind closed doors, he is physically, emotionally, and financially uninvolved in their day-to-day lives. She's been married to him for over a decade and no financial information from the business has ever been shared with my daughter other than what we have found on his computer and documents we have intercepted. How do you intercept a document? He claims to have nothing to do with his mother's business, yet we have seen him listed as the vice president of her businesses. He signs and prints business documents for her, meets with potential investors, manages several bank accounts, and uses multiple business cards to pay for personal dinners and vacations. Connie claims to be worth $254 million, but she doesn't own a home. Leases a Kia Sorento, has no permanent residence, and rents a one-bedroom apartment. Don't they say, though, like the richest people are the cheapest ones also? Absolutely. Yeah, the real ones. Meanwhile, Sam, who also works a nine-to-five job in finance, can't even pay their utilities on time, and their water, cable, and heat are constantly being turned off. We were able to find that she has approximately 29 LLCs in multiple states, and numerous multi-million dollar civil lawsuits. We have found that several of her business partners have been investigated by the SEC and are currently serving prison time. She claims to own large pieces of valuable land that, according to the Internet, are owned by the state. From what we can gather, she gets investors to give her hundreds of thousands of dollars to develop the properties and then runs off with their money. When she questions him about, when she questions him about his mother's businesses, he's defensive and gaslights her. Can you please ask your PI to help us gather information on my son-in-law and his mother? I need to know if my daughter and grandchild are in danger, and if so, how much? If Sam and Connie get caught, could my daughter be held legally or financially responsible? We've been quietly collecting information on their, con- on their cons in hopes that she will leave him and use this information to get full custody of their child but she's afraid he and his family will get partial custody and put their child in dangerous situations. 
Maybe if she gets enough information, she can finally feel safe enough to divorce him without losing custody of their child. Thanks, Bircho. I'm I'm super curious if there's somebody listening right now that um, ended up getting scammed, not just by one person, but an entire family. Yeah. Mm. 1-855-BIRCHO. You don't hear about those much, although we did have one on the show. Are you talking about the same one I'm thinking about? The death? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Tell. The, um, so we were, I don't even remember what the subject matter was, but a man called, um, or a woman called, and she had been dating a guy who was in the service. And the mother called her and told her he died while serving. That he, yes. And it turns out he didn't. No. Yes. So the son they, and the mom were in on it together. Yeah. No. It was so messed up. And she's like, yeah, sure enough. Like after, how am I not going to find out that he's still alive? But yeah, um, he had his mom call and say that he <laughs> he died in action. And then after he got back from his deployment, it was, yeah, he's he's still alive. You just don't assume that the, a mom is going to get caught up for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know if this is misogynistic or not, but when I hear a mom involved in a scam, it doesn't give it a lot of credibility. Like, Oh, it does to me. Does it? Yeah. I mean, Chris like Jenner me, I has see- been running the Kardashian scam <laughs> for years. <laughs> Maybe you're right. But there's... There lends more credibility if mom is endorsing something. I just don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. more likely to believe it if it's mom. Is yeah, that, that's, is that what, that's you're what saying? I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah I'd have a harder time believing it's a family scam if mom is involved. I would too. Because, oh. you know, women are so honest. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's like that, come to think of it. Well, a mother's love knows no bounds, even with scams. Damn. Mm-hmm. I, good morning, Burt Show. Who is this? Hey, uh, so I didn't get my name. I don't know if I'm on the uh, voice disguise. You are. There is a contractor in Atlanta that um, was kind of doing something similar, was moving money around for houses. He was getting paid for stuff and then not doing it, or he was getting paid for stuff and then paying other people with that money. And um, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a famous football player in the state that sued him, and... He got sued by a whole bunch of people and is looking at a pretty big court case for that. Is it a family affair or is it just him? It's him and his wife scamming people. Oh, the wife also. Okay. Why do I have a feeling that you are one of the victims in this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. I hope it works out for you. I know. God, the trust that you must have and just gets pulled by that when it's the couple, it's both. Mm. All right, we're going to call her Rosie, and she's on The Voice Disguise. So Rosie, we're talking about family scams. When you got mom involved, maybe dad involved, the kids are involved. My uh, my uh, boyfriend at the time, his mother and his aunt stole my dead grandmother's identity. <gasps> what the wow. hell? Your dead grandmother's identity? Yes. Okay, we're going to need some deets on this one. Um, he, he, They have a lot of problems with substance abuse in their family. Yep. And so I guess they thought, oh, well, she's got it. You know, her grandmother's dead anyway. They'll get it back. So they... Got her ID, her checkbook, and put their picture over her picture and went into, like, Burlington and Publix and spent, like, over $5,000 worth of money Damn. out of her account. I don't know how these people live with themselves, man. I don't know. I really don't. It, are you still with the—I mean, obviously, it's not his fault that his mom and his aunt are the way they are, but are you still with him? Yes, I am. Got it. But and- his mother and his aunt are no longer here, so— Gotcha. That was the only way out of that one. <laughs> All right, Rosie, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, so we can hire our private investigator mm-hmm. and see if her gut is right on. $245 million, she says she's worth. Yeah. Doubt it. Either. Get it. The Bird Show. Hi, producer Katie here is at a crossroads. She could probably really use Kristen's help on this one. She's the one that put me into panic mode. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is what happens when we drink on the beach and then we get in these deep, meaningful conversations. I started to freak out, Kristen. What did you do to Katie? I didn't do nothing. What did you do? She asked me a question about children, right? And for those who don't know, I'm a lesbian. So, of course, I have to actually plan when I want to have kids. And I think it started when you asked me what the ethnicity was going to be of the child. You asked me if I wanted a mixed kid or not. God, was, yeah. yeah. We- <laughs> 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 you guys are on the beach? beach. <laughs> 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 
wish I could have seen Kristen's face just then. Well, the conversation is coming back to me, and I'm also wondering if maybe edibles had been involved in that conversation. (laughs) We had a really lovely time. How does this even come up? Hey, Katie, I'd really like to keep it nice and light with you. Um, I got a couple of questions for you. (laughs) But that that led to a wormhole of a conversation because as we were talking about that, I let her know that more often than, like, more likely, my child will be mixed because looking for a donor and going to a bank, only 4% or fewer of donors are black. Is that right? I yes. know. I found that fascinating. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For all sperm donors. So, more- McCann has been pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> you should make up for whatever we like. It would probably what, be 1%. <laughs> but Nick, we that average up. That's a fact. <laughs> so I, that's the one thing that I had to account for and start thinking about. But then it's also, how do I want to do this? Because it's, it would be very expensive. Yeah, this is when the, con- like, so the, the, con- the entire conversation was highly fascinating. And I am a huge advocate. Um, you, you don't ask a woman when they're having kids, if they're having kids. But Katie has has explained that she wants kids, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, she she wants to have children. She'd like to have multiple children because she's been an only child growing up, which is why I felt comfortable knowing that information going into this conversation. I don't want you going around asking people, <laughs> hey, are you going to have kids and are they going to be biracial? Like, don't do that. <laughs> no, we should do it this, mor- this morning. <laughs> Go to the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want kids? Are they going to be biracial? <laughs> and then Katie started telling me all this information about about um, the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. when it comes to same sexes trying to have kids. Mm-hmm. And it's always, with women I've dated, there's always been a different conversation about kids. I've dated a woman who was like, I will carry your egg for you and I'll care, hold the baby, but it'll be your egg. So technically it's like still we have an attachment to a child. Or Yeah, that was the other question I asked her if she wanted to carry the baby or not. Yep, that- <laughs> I do want to carry a child too, but I would also do that for whoever my partner is. I would carry her egg, you know, and vice versa. But as we went on with this conversation, it's, I can do it the professional way, which would cost me like thousands and thousands of dollars. Going to a fertility clinic. But then there's also insemination kits that you can purchase. Whoa, whoa. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Whoa, whoa. I don't know where we are anymore. Over-the-counter insemination kits. hmm it's basically a better way of a turkey baster method. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's an actual kit that yeah. can help you, and that's like huh. a couple of hundred dollars. Wow. Instead of tens of thousands. Yeah. Well, granted, so IVF is very, like, that's, so this is more of like an IUI kind mm-hmm. of situation, and IUI is like when you're placing the sperm inside instead of actually um, outside of the womb, you you pair the egg with the sperm, and you conceive, and then you put it, you know, you you put it back inside of you. So that's not this situation. This is where you get the man's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you put it in some kind of... Tube thing. Uh-huh. And then you boop. Yeah. What's the last part you did? The poop part? The <laughs> boop? What is that? The boop. That, that's that's putting it inside of you. Oh, okay. While oh, you're, you're ovulating. pushing up. Okay. Yes. It looked I'm, like you were cutting something off. No, I'm taking the plunger. <laughs> that's, I'm that's, holding That's more it. like scissors. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Damn, that seems like a hell of a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take, take, take my junk and then take my junk. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> okay, okay. Put it in. Okay. It's like a super soaker. <laughs> okay, so that would be a viable option for you? Yes. And there's... there's there's so many different methods and I would probably go with the kit because it's much cheaper. But as we're having this conversation, I started to realize, <laughs> Katie, you're pushing 30, right? And I'm only like months away, right? And <laughs> just hit you, huh? I'm still single. Right? <laughs> they say that when you hit 35, you got to worry about your eggs. And Kristen says, have you ever thought about freezing them? Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What this is what We're va- still on the beach at this point. Huh? <laughs> this is what vacation looks like. With you. <laughs> this is vacation. So, so you still want to go on vacation? No. <laughs> <laughs> but then I actually started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Is it something that I need to do? Like, I don't know what the future looks like and partner and how I'm going to have kids. So I, this is something I actually have to consider. And I was a big advocate of freezing your eggs. Well, you'll have the answers to all these questions if you just go on one more vacation. <laughs> Where to next? Weirdo. It's the Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show. So Cassie here, who cannot be controlled. 
is being controlled a little bit with a suggestion from her husband. It's not a suggestion. He put his foot down. Damn. And he doesn't do that often. And so I kind of, it's like a flag for me when he does it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should lose him this time. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's partially right, but I've been so much better. So listen, the Fox Theater is doing ghost tours again. And I'm really excited. I, y'all know I love Christmas, but I also really love Halloween. These like themed holidays. And I've been wanting to go on the ghost tours at the Fox Theater. Uh, Fox Theater. Apparently they have like a haunted elevator. There's an organ that plays by itself on the balcony. So they've got all these cool rooms and they'll take you on a guided ghost tour. And I'm like, this sounds awesome. So I actually even emailed like Kristen and a couple of our friends. I'm like, do you guys want to go do this at some point in October? And I told Chad about it. I'm like, hey, let me know a date that would be good for me to like take off to go do the ghost tour because obviously he'll be with the kids. And he said, you're not doing that. And I said, excuse me. Yes, I am. (laughs) Find a date or I'll pick one for you. And he said, listen, babe. You can't even watch horror movies without getting scared. Like, it's true. I don't watch horror movies anymore, even though I love them, because my imagination is so Mm -hmm. overactive at night. And then coupled with the anxiety, I got postpartum after having kids. It's like a disaster. So if I watch any horror movie, I will literally lie awake in the dark. Like, I have to have a light on so I can see things. (laughs) Yes, I am in my late 30s and I sleep with a light on at night because I need to be able to see immediately. So he's not wrong. I'll probably come home and I won't be able to sleep and I'll be seeing ghosts in every corner. But it would be so much fun to do and I really want to do it. And I've been working on my anxiety. I've done a lot of work on my hormone balancing and getting more sleep and really honestly, like genuinely trying to work on anxiety. And I feel a lot better and it genuinely has gotten a lot better. So I kind of want to test it out and do a ghost toy. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, because I'm working on this myself, right? He, um... He he didn't make this as a suggestion, but has if he comes to you and he says, do you think this is a really great idea based on how you react to horror movies? You really think that's a great idea? And then let you make the decision? It would be easier for you? Probably. Okay. It's just, I think also it's a little bit, like I used to love horror movies. I'd see every single one. Like I was so excited. And then at one point we had this conversation and that's when I realized like I just, I can't do them anymore right now at this phase in my life. Sure. So. But I miss it. I miss the little <laughs> thrill of being spooked. I miss like fun horror, not like actual scary demon stuff. Like, yeah. oh, no, no Ouija boards. So I kind of, I want to try it out and get back to it. And the thing is, he's not wrong with his suggestion. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who's going to deal with the ramifications <laughs> yeah. when I get home. And I'm like, we need some lights on. I'm scared. Yeah, I can't follow go his lead on this one. Follow his lead. Of all the things for him to put his foot down. I did not see this yeah, one Yeah, a ghost tour at the Fox Theater. <laughs> right. I'll let you guys know what date I'm going. Because <laughs> I'm going. I don't know if you know this, Cassie, but the roof of the Fox Theater is actually a Ouija board. They've painted it on top of the roof. You just want to get me up to the roof so you can push me off. That's a fact. All right, Kristen wants to prove that love is is or is either not dead today. Oh, no, love is dead. Love is dead. Love is dead. Gone. With the recent breakups, especially um, everybody being floored by Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, um, you know, making making the news about their divorce. I was like, all right, let's turn these travesties into our entertainment. (laughs) Okay. Why not? So we used to do a divorce draft. We had the incarceration draft. We had the divorce draft. And this is kind of like a spin on that, but just a little bit different. So I thought we all would bring couples to the table that we thought didn't have longevity to their relationship. And we were going to put, we're going to put rosters together. All right. But not for ourselves, for each other. And the first person to have a couple that breaks up there has to be a payoff of some sort. I don't know what that is yet. I thought at this juncture, we could just go ahead and get our teams and our mm-hmm. rosters together. And then we can figure out what the punishment would be if one of our couples actually breaks up. All right. So what's our format here? All right. So Tommy is going to draw names yep. and you do not want to be first because if you are first, everybody else gets to choose couples for you. Okay. And so we have our list of couples that we think are going to break up. So if you're first, and everybody's choosing for you, you're probably going to get some of the top couples that we think are going to break up. Okay. All right. Mo, so, looks, Mo looks confused. No, I'm ready. No, you look confused. No, I'm good. Okay, maybe that's me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop projecting. <laughs> right. I have your names in a hat. Yep. Okay. I'm shaking the hat. They're Just, jumping around like little popcorn kernels. Just draw the first one. All right, here we go. Mo. All right, we all choose for Mo first. Okay, so, and we are trying to choose. Yes. 
a couple that we think yes. is going to break up. Correct. Okay. All right, Mo, I'm going to give you Tom Brady and Irina Shake. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. I know. Have they even officially come out and said that they're dating? Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw. They did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's next? Whoever. I'll go. Uh, I want this couple to break up, right? Yeah. Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Ooh. Uh, that was on my you list. want Mine them to too. break up? Damn. Well, for this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they will break up. Uh-huh. They will. Mo, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a controversial option. Okay. I'm going to be getting some DMs about this one. Zendaya and Tom Holland. Oh, no! Oh. You're the worst! Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> you're the worst! And that's not even your real name! <laughs> I think you're onto something with that one, though. I feel like their time is running out. I never would have suspected Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner mm-hmm. to break up. So You just don't like the idea of a shorter guy dating a taller one. No, that maybe I just want to date Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to give you Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, yeah. Oh, so okay. All right. That's your roster. If any of those break up first, there will be a payoff. We just don't know what it is yet. Got it. All right, Tommy, who's next? Bert. Oh. Now, can we reuse couples? Because no. some of um, No, 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 no. I'm running out of couples yeah. now. All right, Bert, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you... Chase Stokes and Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, I'm going to give you Holly Bailey and rapper DDG Ooh. because they break up every month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bert, I am giving you Kaya Gerber and Austin Butler. Oh, that would be too bad. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good I know. You, so you, just, you just took Kelsey Ballerini from me, too. <laughs> And I'm going to give you Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a great one. That should have been a first-round pick right there. That should have been. Dang well it. Well played, Cassandra. Thank you. Yes. All right, who's next, Tommy? You are. All right, y'all got to choose for me. All right, Kristen, I am going to stick with the Jenner family and go with Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. Kristen, I'm giving you Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsloo. Did they just have a baby? Yeah, but they're in like a weird open relationship. I feel like it's only a matter of time before. Why you got to give me Adam Levine? Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner just had a baby. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's why, because you and Adam go way back. (gasps) I am going to give you Damson Idris and Lori Harvey. Oh! Lori Harvey, for sure. Yeah. That's a sure bet. She's been in that relationship too long. She's it's not coming. sticking around. Nope. Dang it, these are good. And I'm giving you Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum. Oh, that's, a that's good another one. good one. All right. Who's next? Abby. Abby, I'm giving you Charity Lawson and Doton Alubic. <gasps> no! You get the Bachelorette! Don't put that into the universe! I'm putting it right on your roster. <laughs> I'm going to give you Pete Davidson and Chase. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her um, last name. Chase Sweet Wonders? I yes. They already broke up. I don't No, I so. Googled it. Yeah, yeah. Are they still together? Yeah, still together. All right, here we go. Now for Cassie. I'm going to give you Dua Lipa and Roman Gavris. All right. I'm giving you Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. What? You all are ruthless. We are. I think at some point we got to get official here. Will and Jada. Whoa. That was my your- next guest. No. That was my last couple I had. I'm out of couples. Right. I need another one. You need, you need a couple? Yes. Kristen Stewart and Dylan Meyer. Oh, that's there we go. That's a good one, though. Watch them win with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even it. Right. We'll see if love is dead. It's the Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show.